right. We're going to ask everyone to stand right now. Just ask your neighbor to stand. As we're about to welcome our father. Just say, neighbor, are you ready? My father, your father. Do you love our father? He is raising us as the youth to be giants. You can see it. Soccer stars, hip-hop artists, worship leaders. Come on, somebody, celebrate, celebrate. Celebrate Major One in this place. Celebrate our father, somebody. If you are a young person and you know you are being raised to another level, I want to hear your joy. I want to hear your joy. Celebrate our father, somebody. Come on, you can do better. Celebrate, celebrate. Come on, celebrate, celebrate. All right, sit down, everyone. Sit down. All right. All right. Just greet three neighbors around you. Just greet them. Tell them shalom. In the overflow. Shalom. All right. Like to once again. Once again, I'd like to thank each one of you for your great commitment, your love towards the kingdom of heaven. And um, Christianity is not a culture, it's a life. And I become delighted to see you in the presence of the Lord. And more especially, let me thank your spiritual mother, my wife, for sit down. Thank you for her continuous support for the youth ministry. This is her project. It's her project. It's not my project. It's her project. Day and night, she prays for you. Youth magnets, are you here? I love you. I want to announce our September event. Are you ready? Oh. 
Oh, oh, oh. Your promise still stands. Great is your faithfulness. Your faithfulness. We don't have time. We don't have time. Allow me to introduce to you. Do I have campus ministries? Campus ministries. Everyone sit down. Everyone sit down. Only campus ministries rise up on your feet. Only campus ministries. We are coming to University of Pretoria on 21st September. From 10 in the morning, we're going to be in Hall LC de Villas. University of Pretoria. After University of Pretoria, I'm going around all the universities. And our next, our next youth magnet conference is 14th September. for something amazing be ready for a surprise on 14th September I love you so much I'm praying for you Look at the Basara, Pradica Supradio, Pepradia Suvadidos, Lecuva Suprania, Peradia Suve, Peradia Suve, Mento Chapra, Mento Chapra, Pecaradia. Pega Karadia, pega, pega, pega Karadia. Or ghost. Tell your number. There is a shift in the atmosphere. Ra pradiko supradia pa. There's a shift. There's a shift. There's a shift. Raise your hands. Shout hallelujah. Raise your hands. Wherever you are, raise your hands. There's fire falling in this place. There's fire falling in this place. The supernatural anointing is falling in this place. Supernatural anointing is falling in this place. Raise your hands and shout hallelujah. Look what you never said. Pradia Soradigo Pato. Meradia supradigo, paradigo, piso radia tose, 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 caraca, paradia so. Pray, 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 pray. In Jesus' name.
Sit down. There is a shift. God is building a new thing. God is raising someone. Oh, oh my God. You see, I can feel the energy inside of you. Oh, yes. I can feel the fire. And I want you to use this fire for right things. I got fire inside of me. I've got fire inside of me. There is burning fire inside of me. There is burning fire inside of me. Watch this. Listen this. Sit down. In the season of revival. You see, I want to speak to you now. This moment in time, I just want every one of you to remain silent. Remain silent. That's to be silent. Now listen to me in your silence. Listen to me. Listen to me in your silence. All right? That's what we say silent, right? All right. Now listen to this. There's something very important that I want to speak to you. I came here, I got a message. And the message I have is not for everybody. The message I have is not for your neighbor. The message I have is for you. And I want you to be quiet. And I want you to listen to me. I've been looking for this opportunity where I can sit down with you and talk to you as you. But I have never had the opportunity to. But today, God has given me an opportunity where he has brought you and made you sit in front of me and made you sit in front of the screen so that you and I can have a conversation. And while I'll be speaking, it will not need you to answer me back physically with your mouth. But there'll be a conversation that'll be happening in the spirit realm. What I'll be speaking, your spirit within you will be bearing witness with my spirit. And anything I'll be speaking to you, you'll be knowing he's talking to me right now. And I want to speak to you because this message is not for your neighbor, it's not for anyone else, but it's for completely dedicated, not for everyone but for you. And I want to talk to you. And I want you to listen. Where you want, I want you to answer me back. I want you to answer me back, but in your heart. And I'll pick you answering. When you got a question, ask me the question. And I'm going to answer you back because this conversation is the first time you and I, we're going to have a spiritual conversation where your spirit within you and my spirit will talk real stuff. I know what you're going through and I know what you're passing through and now you pray and now some of you, you are really suffering. But there's a reason why God brought you in front of your prophet. That you and I can't... I, I just want your silence. I don't want you to comment anything. Whether you feel like shouting, I don't want you to shout. Because this is not a, a conversation of you with your mouth. It's a conversation between you and I. We'll be talking and we'll be speaking to each other in the spirit. And I talk 
and you answer me back or you comment anything in your heart. For this is a spiritual conversation. You can put her at the back and then she can continue to intercede and pray for us at the back. All right. So it's very important, all right, to have this conversation. And I want each and every one of you to have your silence, your attention. If I have anybody writing or having a pen or a paper, just raise it up. I just want to see it up. If you have a phone where you can write notes, I just want you to raise up that. Because what I'll be talking to you right now, you will never have an opportunity where I will talk to you as your father. And the way I'm going to talk to you right now, it's very important that I speak to you at this point, at this hour. It's very, very important. And I want to see your pen or your phone where you can write some notes right now because I'll be talking. If, even if you want to record, it's very important because I want to talk to you. This message is very important for you. Very, very important. Wow. First of all, I would like to say this. I made a choice when the Lord called me to make a difference in life. There are so many people in life who are living in this world that everybody's living. But it's another thing to decide to make a difference. Living a life of and with a purpose is the most important thing on this earth. And I won't talk to you because this is really important. I talk to you. And I beg you to give me your spirit and not your heart and not your mind, but your spirit. For man has a soul, has a body, and has a spirit. And I want to talk to you right now. I want you to hear that. And I made a choice. I said, I would like to make a difference. A difference in life. Not only a spiritual difference. Not only that, but just a difference. I like to be that man who can become an icon for difference. And I looked at myself by that time I was 17. The day I made a choice to make a difference in life. I was 17. And I remember very well I was walking towards a glass block. And I say to myself, when I grow old, when I have gray hair, mind you, I was already recorded by that time and I was already preaching already. But I say to myself, when I grow old, when I have gray hair, what do I say I have achieved and done to humanity? Who will I leave a mark in their heart? Wherever they will be, they'll be saying, he left a difference in my life. And I remember I stood up. I stopped as I was walking towards the block. And I said, I need to do something. I'm preaching, yes. But I need to do something. I need to be a person who can become an icon for difference. But I would never become an icon for difference to others. If in me, there is no difference. What is it that when somebody looks at me and looks at my neighbor 
and looks at some other people who are preaching like me, who are young like me and are preaching, what is it that is going to make a difference? What is it that when we are five of us, we're all doing the very same thing, we're all preaching, or we're all doing the same thing, we're all studying, or we're all doing the very same thing, we are doing a business or a project. What is it that someone will sit down and say there's a difference in this man? It is that answer to that question that makes one to become a difference to others. But that difference does not start with others. To recognize it, it starts with you. Despondently, I looked at myself hopelessly. I said, I got nobody help me. And I know nothing. And I know no one to hold my hand and walk with me in this journey. I said, who is that man who's going to help me? That I can move to become what I want to become. And there was nobody. And I remember four days prior to this day where I was thinking of difference. I was told by my class teacher that I'll be the most failed student and my future will be ruined and I'll achieve nothing. And my teacher spoke to me in front of the whole class that I'll be the poorest and I'll know nothing and I'll achieve nothing in life. And those words kept on ringing in my mind what my teacher said four days ago. I looked at myself as a young man who my father was working and we were living a good life but because what happened in 1994 when we had the Malawi operation which was more kind of like a war in our country and my father was working in the MYP and in 1994 there was a disarmament where the Malawi army was disarming the MYP who used to work for the president and my father lost his job. And my father, everything we had got bent. And we moved from a life where we were to a life of being nobody. We were refugees of war for some time, hiding, moving in the forest as refugees of war. And we became so poor that even the poor people were calling us poor. And I asked myself a question. How would I make a difference coming from this background? And I was at school. The fees which I was paying for my school, it was the piecework that I had to go and do for me to pay for myself the school fees. And I stopped and I said, how would I become a difference? There was no any sponsor. There was nobody. There was no any help. There was no rich background. There was no any rich person behind me. Neither a motivator. How could I do that? And I moved forward to the class and I sat down like you know more students and I was depressed on that day. My heart was perplexed. I was having so many questions and I had no answer. I said, I'm preaching. I have no problem in preaching. 
But how would I become a difference? I can do anything I want to do. But what is it that I can be or I can do that will cause a difference with others? And I went to the lab and I was studying in there. And I had a question. What can I do to become a difference to others? I went in the lab library. I studied so many things on that day. In the night, these words kept coming to me. How can I become a difference? But trust me, there was a loud voice speaking to me, telling me that your teacher said you'd be a poorest man. Your teacher said you like preaching. Your teacher said you go nowhere. And I began to, to, to remember my life. And I felt sorry for myself. I, I began to, to feel so guilty. So sorry for myself. I took my Bible and I opened a verse. And it was Philippians 4 verse 14. And I want to read it for you. And to continue talking to you. Philippians 4 verse 14. When I read the scripture. When I understood the verse. Something came into me that I want to speak to you right now. Nevertheless, you have done well that you share in my distress. Can I have 314, please? 314, not 414. 314, please. I praise toward the goal. For the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. I press toward the goal. In the good news version, can I have good news or NIV? All right. So I run straight toward the goal. In order to win the prize, which is God's call through Christ Jesus to the life, to the life way above. 15, it says what? All of us who are spiritually mature should have this same attitude. But if some of you have a different attitude, God will make this clear to you. However, that may be, let us go forward according to the same rules we have followed until now. I sat down and I said, I will make a difference. When I read that scripture, there was a mind, a voice, that I had all this while that told me what the teacher said you will not make it in life disappeared and there was this golden voice that spoke to me through that verse press towards the goal put your eyes forward move straight forward 
Do not mind the things that are behind, but look forward. And I stood up. And I prayed a simple prayer. It was a few seconds prayer. I said, thank you. Because my eyes will move forward. I will look forward. The failures of the past, the situations of the past, were buried off. I took my eyes and put forward. If you want to make a difference in life, don't look behind. Look forward. The rest is not for the winner. It's for everyone. Yet one wins at the end of the day. But when everyone is on the racing line, they don't have a losing mentality. Everyone runs in order to win. Everyone in their mind, I'm winning the game. Even if they're running and one is in front of them, they don't look at those who are in front of them. They run in order to win. And I want to speak to you. From that moment, I made a choice. I don't care who is ahead of me. I don't care who is in front of me. I don't care who looks better than me. But I will run in order to win. The biggest problem we have is we have people who run just for the sake of running. And whatsoever you are doing, begin to put your eyes in front. Forget about your past, your current situation, and put your eyes in front. Run that you may win. For the rest is for winners, not for the runners. I want you to hear this and put it in your heart and your spirit. There are great men and great women who became great not because they were born great but because they surrounded themselves by themselves with themselves with greatness. If you want to be great who is great around you? Who are you surrounding with around you? Who is your companion? Who is your friend? Who is your best friend? And who are just friends who are near you? Are they running towards where you're running to? Or they are running a different direction and you're running a different direction. But because they are cool, they are kind, they look calm, or they praised you before, how you had put your hair. Because they said something nice, how you had dressed at a particular day. Or because one day they made a phone call to you. And then you clicked. And said, this is my friend. Who are people around you? On this day, I made a choice. If I have to move and run and win. I need a coach. I need someone who can help me. All the people you see on the race running, there are great people behind them that you don't know. There are coaches. There are teachers. All you see is a soccer player in the football ground. But behind him, there's a coach. All you see is racing cars racing. But behind them, there are coaches. There's discipline. There's someone who says, do it in that way. They surround themselves with greatness. 
They make a choice. I would rather go with a coach than my friend. When they're going to the camp in readiness to the competition, they don't go with their friends. They go with their coach. They go with someone who is helping them to move forward. They go with someone who will push them ahead. Someone who encourages them that you're going to win the race. Someone who will tell them that you are not a failure. Someone who has the same mentality and has the same purpose for the same common goal to win that you may win. Who do you surround yourself with? That's the most important thing I want to talk to you. Right now as I'm talking, right deep down your hearts, that click just rang a bell to say, who are my friends around me? And yes, those friends, who are they? What are they? Where are they taking you to? Are they having the same common goal? Do they have faith in you? Do they believe in you? Do they look you highly? Do they encourage you? Appreciate you? And look at you with a high esteem? Do they do that? Or they just friends who you just meet somewhere and have time to enjoy, to laugh, to play, and to go and rest. If you want to move forward, you better take those friends off your way. For what God wants to do upon you does not require that friend. It requires that friend who says to you, I believe in you. It requires that friend that says to you, I can pray together with you. There can't be a solution. It requires that friend that says to you, it shall be well. It requires that friend who does not run away from you when you're in trouble. And come closer to you when all things are fine. You had so many friends before and you lost them all because you went through a certain moment. When you had no money, they stopped talking to you. When you were so low, they disappeared. When you shared your moments, what you're going through, they were there. They encouraged you for the first day, for the second day, then they disappeared. The reason they disappeared is to manifest that they are not your friends. For you to move forward, who are you running with? You need people behind you, people around you who are moving forward. Who are having the same objective like yours. Oh, what you're seeing now will never disappear. It's still there. But your life will disappear. You only have one life, one time, and one moment. Each day that passes by will never repeat itself. Each day is new. They Saturday that we're in today will not come again. The Saturday you're going to face is a different Saturday with a different date, with a different month, probably with a different year. You only have one life, one time, one moment. And if you want to do something, do it now. And don't think of tomorrow. You look so beautiful and so handsome. But trust you, in the next 10 years from now, your beauty will fade away. At that point in time, all the girls are coming to you, all the men that are coming to you, and you think you have comfort in them, 
they will never be there for you. You will face the world alone. And you will know what is life when all is gone. It's time now to make a decision to move forward. And look forward because the friends you have, you won't be there in the next 10 years from now. Probably, they would be very far in life or very far behind you. It is about yourself. It was that day I made a decision to move myself, I, me, and myself. And I said, I don't want to have any friends. This is why until today, I have no friends. I have got good business partners, good business friends. I've got good ministry partners, ministry friends. But I have no friends. Because where I'm going, that's not where they are going. And where they are going, that's not where I am going. I am determined. I have a goal. I have an objective. And I'm moving towards that objective. And guess what? I have surrounded myself with people, great men and great women, who are thinking towards the same goal and the same objective. And all my surrounding is talking the same language. But the question is, who are you surrounding yourself with? Is it a boyfriend? Because he takes care of you. Why if he stops taking care of you? Is it a girlfriend? Because she's so beautiful. Why if she's going to get involved in a car accident and her beauty fade away? What would you do? Life is about understanding the principles behind it. It's more than living it. It's understanding the principles that bind life together. It's about decision making. It involves seriousness. And again, it involves quitting some things that can destroy oneself. Bad behavior retards one's progress. It is more important to understand that the things you can indulge yourself with that look so nice and cool now will never take you where you want to reach. It's better you boycott, lay aside some things that are hindering you and put your eyes in front I want to be a lawyer one day. I want to be a doctor one day. I want to be a great, successful woman, successful man one day. I want to be a man or woman with a difference. I want to touch others with what I do. I want to become an icon. I want to be a model for others to look at me and they say, wow, I would like to be lucky. But the principle behind, they will see my God who is making me to be what I want to be. So many Christians are living a careless life now. You will pray to God to give you a second chance, which he has given you already right now. You have the chance to do it. You have the chance to make it. Don't look for second chance. I hate second chances. Because when you look for the second chance, when you are doing the first thing you are doing right now, you will not put much effort. You'll be thinking, if I fail, I'm going to go for the second chance. If I don't make it, I'm going to go for the second chance. The whole energy you're supposed to put in what you are now, you begin to take it and put in the second chance. In success, there is no second chance. Do what you can do right now. And do it to the maximum best. Put your effort. It may not work, 
but work it again. Do it again. Do it again until you see results. Don't have a second chance of success. Successful people were determined and they produced what they wanted to produce. There was no second option. I will do this. And they did it. And where you are sitting right now, I'm talking to you. You don't even know what you want to be. You don't even know whether to work, whether to business, which course to take, which direction to move. You are a person without direction. But there's no any person who can do you more than you can do you. You are a right person to do yourself. There's nobody who will give you direction. As I stood up when I was 17, I said, nobody's going to give me direction. I took one choice to touch mankind. It was the same day I began to move in all the schools, preaching the gospel and teaching them to work hard in class. And I began to work hard. I began to work hard. I have a great background with my studies. I did so well at school. I was the best student in class because I made a choice. I want to take this direction. And it was that direction that I took. And all my eyes were on that direction. My mind, that direction. At the age of 17, I began to start up a business. I began to understand what is business, what is trading. Because I was determined. I knew what I want to be. And from that moment, I acquired knowledge, which is the most important thing. I read so many books, not written by unknown authors, who I have no interest with. I read books of great people who I know they have achieved in life. They are somewhere in life. I looked for their books and I began to read them. The greatest mentorship ever is to acquire knowledge from great people. And I had that knowledge in me. I have that knowledge in me. This life is full of knowledge. What do you know where you're sitting? What do you know about life? What do you know about business? What do you know about what you want to be? What you want to become? It's all about having self-determination. Nobody's going to help you. You have no sponsor. You have no friend. You have only you. And I want you to look forward and not look at the back. Don't look what you're passing through. See where you want to be. And you will see that most people around you are wrong people. When you put your eyes in the front, you're going to see most people around you are wrong people. It's time you stand, pick up yourself, and you're moving forward. You'll find yourself falling down because of the people around you. You have made decisions before. Great decisions. I want to stop doing this. But you keep finding yourself in the very same things. You said you will stop. Because it is not about stopping. What you want to be doing is about stopping the company, the friends that surround you. In the presence of great friends, you wouldn't repeat the same mistake. But the reason why you are repeating the mistake you are surrounding yourself with the people who are going opposite direction. And you keep hitting the wall 
and regretting and repenting. I can't be doing what I'm doing. I feel sorry for myself. You keep on feeling sorry for yourself. Days are going. Years are going. You're not growing young. You're growing old right now. This year is about to finish. Another year is being added. Next year is going to finish. Another year is being added. Soon or later, you want to look energetic, powerful, the way you look now. You want to have this fire in you as a young man, as a youth, which you have right now. Use this moment. Use the fire that is inside of you to do right things. Focus. Focus. Who is your coach? Who is your mentor? Who is behind you? Refuse to go alone. That's why you are sitting over here. To learn from your mentor. To learn from your coach. That is what you're supposed to be doing. This must be your way. You need this mentorship. You need a coach to coach you. To rebuke you. To discipline you. And when I began to move around and preach, it was not just a preaching of word. It was just a preaching of works. Man is preached by your works more than your words. When people feel you love them, when people feel you respect them, when people feel that you are determined to have a difference in life, that's when they are preached. Not through your status on your social media. It's not through that. It's through life experience. When they meet you, the fruit in you, who are you? What are you? Your character, your life must be different. And from that moment, I made a choice who to go with and who not to go with. I had a really good friends who could pray with me, but I could see they were visionless. I had to make a decision. I had to make a decision to let them go. I said, I'm sorry, you're my brother in Christ. But I'll be busy for the past few months and I want to be with you. It was not an issue of being busy, but letting them go because I wanted new friends who can pray with me, but they have the same direction where I am going. They believe in me. They have faith in me. I don't need a lot. And God brought them to me. They surrounded me. And I didn't make them best friends. I made them friends. Because best friends will need your attention when you are busy focusing on something. If you are listening to my, to my word, let me see your hand up. All right. This is my message to you. When you're sitting down, I want you these words to be in your mind. Revisit these words. Some people are not supposed to be on your way. 
It's time to think, to impact, to cause a difference, to become an icon, to become a, a, a beacon of hope, to become someone who people can look up to. The church is being influenced by the world instead of the world being influenced by the church. Most of you here have so many people you admire on social media. And these people have nothing to do with God. You admire how they live. Some of you, how they look beautiful. How they look, wow, you are more beautiful more than them. But because they made a choice to present themselves as beautiful more than you. They planted that mindset in you. That they are more beautiful more than you. And you bought their story. And they are not giving back. They are keeping on pushing. I'm more beautiful more than you. They keep on posting. I'm more beautiful more than you. And you're following them. Because they made a choice to look beautiful more than you. Even in the real life, you're more beautiful more than them. There is something on you that is unique. That must come out that the people should see. You should become an icon of difference, causing change. And people should look at you as well and say, wow, I would like to be like him. I would like to be like her. But this will make, it will need you to have your eyes focused, to look forward, to look future. Trust you me. I got faith in you. I have faith for you. I believe in you. You are such a great person. You are not poor. You are a rich person. Looking where your riches are hiding. You are not sick. You are a healthy person. Discovering where your healing is. When life brings you down, pick up yourself. It is for kids who are less than four years. When they fall down, they cry right on the floor, looking for their mother's attention. When you grow up, when you fall, you pick up yourself and you move on. Don't think someone will come and encourage you to pick up yourself. Whether you have fallen spiritually or you have lost direction, pick up yourself. I have faith in you. I believe in you. Pick up yourself. There is a great destiny ahead of you. There is a great future ahead of you. I can see that. You are bound to cause impact to the world. There is something in you that the whole world will say, wait, wait, let us see this. It is in you. You don't need money. You don't need friends. You don't need a background that is rich. You don't need necessities. All you need is yourself. Determination. Put your eyes in the front. It won't be easy. But it's worth it. Move on. Run. 
The race is not for everyone. It is for those who are determined to be on the competition line. Put yourself on the competition line. No matter who is ahead of you, keep on running. You overtake them and you'll be the first person. And you'll be the winner. It acquires the rest attitude. The mind is that tells you, I will do this. Nothing that is successful or great became great in an easy way. It'll be difficult, a little bit tough. You can have moments of falling down. Pick up yourself. Pick up yourself. Pick up yourself. I'm speaking to you. I did that. I didn't have a sponsor. I didn't have money. I picked up myself. Few years later, few years later, I had a cause difference to so many people. Now, so many people are living with a life of a difference that I caused in them. Well, I was still at school when I was still young. And they keep on saying about it that, oh, when we were at school, when we were at school, when we were at school, they keep on referring myself to their story because I made a choice not to be influenced, but to influence. What is a choice? Are you influenced or you influence? Become a strong character. Become a strong character. Don't be changed by weather. Don't be changed by the rain. Don't be changed by anything. That's the meaning of being God. God is tested in the fire. Refined. When God walks out of a refinery, it's never broken. You can hit the God anytime you want to hit it. It won't break. Because it has gone through a process of being refined. Life has refined you by now. Develop a strong character in you. No one must change you. No one must influence you. Not even amount of money must buy who you are. Be a strong character. Surround yourself with the right people. Mentors. People who believe in you. They can hold your hand and walk with you. What you want to be in the next five years from now? What's in your mind? Where will you be in 2024? What will you be in the next five years from now? What will you have achieved in the next 10 years from now? For it is for a man to be young once. It is for a man to be how old you are once. What we be saying at the age of 35, you did. 32, you did. 33, you did. At the age of 30, I did that. What would you say? At the age of 25, I did this. At the age of 21, I did that. What would you say? Life is not about just school. School is good for you. School is good for everyone. But life is not school. Life is a reality. You need to school yourself more than your school at school. 
There's so much you must learn about who you want to be and who you want to become. Lastly, let me say this. Smoking is very good, but I knew if I said smoking is very good, I'm going to catch your attention. Is that attention I was looking for? But This is what is written. I'm just, re- I'm just reading what's written on a paper of a cigarette. Smoking is good, but kills. I just read what's written on the paper. That this thing is nice, but it kills. I got some people here who are struggling with some addictions. And they will say... I'm in this addiction because of stress. Mind you, I've seen people trying to kill themselves without knowing what they're doing. It will be a great sin for me if I won't tell you what smoking is. Much as it is removing stress from you, but you must study scientifically one puff, one puff of a cigarette removes one day of your life. One puff takes out one day of your life. In a smoking, there is nicotine. One tablespoon of nicotine if you put one tablespoon of a nicotine on a tongue of a dog, a dog dies. It's five puffs that makes one tablespoon of nicotine. If you put on the tongue of a dog, a dog dies. Life is about drilling yourself not destroying yourself. Life is about building yourself, not destroying yourself. And it becomes a sin smoking because it eventually begins to destroy the temple of God, which is you. You are the temple of God. You are the temple of God. No matter how people may say, it takes away the stress, but it does not take away your problem. Life is a reality. It's not a stress. Life is a reality. After smoking, 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 two hours later, your problem is still right there. So life is not about, when I smoke, I'm going to take away the stress. And this is how the enemy, the devil, has destroyed so many people. They think I can smoke and then my problem will be over. It's not about smoking. There's no charm for your problem. It's all about self-determination. 
Put your eyes in front. Face the giant. Challenge the giant. Look at the giant and say, here I come. No matter what you face, it could be your father, your mother, being a giant, having a problem that you, you can't solve. Face the challenge. In the name of God, you come back with a victory and with a testimony that you will leave to say, I met a challenge, but I caused the difference. It's very important. We are sitting right now to begin to learn how to handle stress. Stress is not temporarily, temporarily healed. Stress must be addressed. What is causing problems you? In the name of the Lord Jesus, it must come out. It must not be tamed in the name of smoking. Oh, I have a problem. And when this problem comes, I smoke to remove away the stress. We don't have to tame the stress. We must cast it out. You must command it out in the name of the Lord. Command the stress out of you and not tame it in the name of smoking. God loves you so much. He got so much plans for you. There are things for God's people and things for the world people. It's up to make a choice which group you must belong. Whether the worldly people or you must belong to the group of God. In the group of God, there is discipline. There are the do's and the don'ts. There are spiritual norms which you must abide under them. It's all about values and principles. I don't do this. I have stopped this. I will never do this again. I will never do this again. It's about making serious personal decisions. You must know this. It would be of no good use for me as your leader, your father, if I want to advise you this. So many young people are taken with the things like shisha, where they smoke and feel nice, where they have modernized the smoking. Yeah, but I don't smoke, I just take the shisha. And if you study that, one puff of a shisha is seven times worse than a cigarette. And it begins to dry your blood. In many countries, they are banning it now. But our youth have already taken it. It's in their system. And to them it's nice. Oh, I feel high. Why do you feel high in tongues? Why can't you pray? I am calling for you. I'm talking to you right now. Because God is speaking to you. Each word I'm speaking, I'm addressing to someone. There is someone I'm talking to right now. And each statement I'm speaking to, I'm talking to someone. I'm talking to someone. I'm talking to someone. Discipline your body. The reason why your body does not control itself. Each time we feel like, I think I need to sleep with something. If it's not a human, with your own hands, it's because your body is not disciplined. 
discipline your body. The best way to discipline your body is fasting. People who love fasting, who can spend the whole day without eating, just praying to God, their bodies are disciplined. If your body can listen to you, if your body can listen to you, I'm not going to eat. I'm not going to eat. And your body can listen. Craving for food, craving for KFC, McDonald's, chicken, chicken licking. And the nyama chomas, but yet your body says, ah, you are not eating. You are being disciplined. Fasting begins to give you a particular discipline. If you are struggling with lust, fasting will destroy that. Fasting is the biggest key to destroy lust. All the times I understand that, I'm failing to pray like I used to pray before. Prayer is not made. You are led to pray. Check your relationship with the Holy Spirit. You need the Holy Spirit more than anything. Somebody asked me a question. He said, what do you do when you're alone? When you are not praying for the service, when you, I said, whatever I do, I do in the spirit. When I'm laughing, I laugh in the spirit. Whatever I do, when I'm joking, I, I joke in the spirit. What I mean is, I have told my mind, my consciousness, never to be subconsciously learn to do something. When you forget who you are, when you are laughing and you think you're just laughing as you, you end up forgetting the identity of who you are. You don't live in the world people are living in. You live a higher life. Christ is in you. The Bible says we live in him and he is highly exalted. The life you live is a highly exalted life. You are not like neighbors. There must be pride inside of you because you are not normal. You are the sons of God. The seed of God is inside of you. You are not trying to be like God. You are in him. You are not trying to invite him to come in you. He is in you already. It's difficult for a sickness to come straight and touch you. It must touch Jesus first. Because you are in him. You live in him. Not any voice should lie to you that you are a sinner. For the more the voice tells you, the more sinful you become. All the times, keep on being reminded. I am the righteousness of God. And I am holy. And I am worth to be what God wants me to be. I am called, I have a calling to cause a difference in life. And every person having the same attitude, God will change them from where they are to the next level. I'm looking forward 
in the next few months to seeing you causing differences to others. But this difference must start with you and it's today. There's a difference coming in you. Your mindset is changing. Your thinking is changing. And that day for the difference is today. I'm seeing you being a different person. I'm looking forward to seeing a different you. A different you. Your perception of life. Your ideology. Your ideas. Your life in general. Your friends around you. The people you involve yourself. The energy which is being put on wrong things must be put on right things and do right things. That energy in you must walk out and come out and rise. Say, yes, I can do it in the name of the Lord Jesus. And in that, you're going to do it. It's all about yourself and thinking and this must be in you. Stand up, everyone. I want you to raise up your right hand and inform me these words. Heavenly Father, Help me today. Help me today. To be what you want me to be. To be what you want me to be. To cause a difference. Cause a difference. To be a difference. To be a difference. In the name of your son Jesus. In the name of your son Jesus. By your power. By your power. Conform me. Conform me. Conform my heart. Conform my heart. Change my life. Change my life. My thinking. My, my, understanding. my understanding give me the passion give me the passion give me the energy give me the energy towards right things towards right things towards right things towards right things in the name of jesus 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 as raise up your hands wherever you are every person right now want to think what, what i'm doing who am i what have i achieved where I am right now, what have I achieved in life? What have I achieved at my age? If I have achieved nothing, what would I achieve in the next 10 years? And I want you to begin to think right now that I need to change my life. You see, no one will change you. No one. Don't think there will be a help from somewhere. It's all about yourself. It's all about you. It's all about God. Give me the grace. Give me the wisdom. I want to be a person. Who can cause a change and become a different to other people? It's all about yourself. Just raise up your hand now and just, just go into meditation right now. Meditate about this. Just meditate. Just meditate about this right now where you are. Just think about what I'm saying. Think about it. But where am I going? Ask yourself these questions. Who am I? Why am I always fighting? Why do I feel rejected? What difference have I caused? What would I be? What addiction is affecting me? Which friends are destroying me? Who is that woman or man delaying in my life? There's someone in this place who are being delayed by one person. You would be by far, very far by now, but you're being delayed. Just because of one addiction, you are, you are still where you are. You, you can't focus. But God is calling you because he wants you to become an icon for change. He's calling you because he wants other people, the whole world, to look at you and say, wow, there goes the child of God. I'm seeing that energy in you. I can see the power in you, the passion. I can see 
the grace in your hands. I can see the prosperity in front of you, but you are failing to be there because of some things, some words around you. Wherever you are, just make a personal prayer. Just, just a personal prayer where you are. Just in your heart, wherever you are. I'm giving you a few seconds. Just, just a personal prayer in your heart. God, help me. Help me. I'm failing to change this. But today, help me to make a solid decision. I want to make a decision. I want to move forward. Help me, God. Give me wisdom. I need wisdom. I need the grace. Take our depression out of me. Thinking too much in me. God, take it out. I want to concentrate. I want to focus. I want to look forward. I want to look forward. No more friend involved in what God you have prepared for me. I want to see forward. Look forward. I want to achieve. I want to achieve. I want to win the rest. It's all about me. It's all about me. Pray where you are. Just pray in your heart. Just pray in your heart. Just pray. It's a day of change. It's your turning point. It's your turning. I'm, I, I believe in you. There's great opportunity in front of you. Want you sing this song with me without using the instruments, without using the band for now. My life will never be the same. My life will never be the same. My life. Sing my love, my life, 
There are deliverances happening. Healings happening in our, in our midst. God is healing in the hearts of people. God is healing your heart. God is delivering people. There's an anointing. There's an anointing moving in our midst. My life, my who never my life. The glory of the Lord is in this place. Sing after me. The glory of the Lord is in this place. Sing louder. The power of the Lord is in this place. The glory of the Lord is in this place. The glory of the Lord is in this place. Confess it again. The glory of the Lord is in this place. The power of the Lord is in this place. In the overflow. Raise up your hands. The power of the Lord is in this place. Everybody raise up your hands. The glory of the Lord is in this place. My life will never be the same again. Sing my life. My life. Confess with me. Confess again. Sing my love. Sing
If you believe, raise your voice. If you believe, raise your Come on. Sing it out. 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 Sarapariko pradia suve. Rakapariko. Meiradia so pradika. Rakatarada. in this place the glory of the Lord is in this place power of the Lord is in this place sing out the power of the Lord is in this place. The glory of the Lord is in this place. The glory of the Lord is in this place. Sing again, my love, will be the same. Sing out. Confess it once more. It shall come to pass in the name of Jesus. Put the hands of the Lord in the miracle dome in the overflow. Put the hands outside, put your hands wherever you are. Put your hands, put your hands, put your hands, put your hands, put your hands for Jesus. God bless you. Sit down. God bless you. Raise up your right hand. I give you a blessing to go and make it. Don't look where you're coming from. Don't look where you are. Don't look the mistakes you've already made. Begin to see at the new you. For there's a new you coming out of you from now. There's a new you coming out of you from now. There's a new you without mistakes. There is a new you without mistakes. That's coming out of you. You shall become a conqueror. You will never be defeated. You will never lose. 
you shall be a millionaire you shall prosper you are taking over shout hallelujah god bless you god bless you i would like to congratulate the pasula group uh, where are they let me just uh, can i have them come in the front whether they are leader or all of them i just want to congratulate them we have them right they are here right and how many remember the words i've spoken to them who says i will remember every word you have spoken to me can i see the hands up yes go and do it go Let's come over here. Uh, these are wonderful, wonderful sons of Major One. Now, they are a great example of what I'm talking about. Determination. What I'm about to say right now is going to blow your mind. You see, when they came over here, when they began to do their dance, some people were laughing at them. Some people said they don't know how to dance. Some people said a lot of things. But they had determination. And guess what? Guess what? Through their dancing here, some people in Canada... Now just to hear this, just to hear this. Where, where in Canada are they going? Monteria. Uh-huh. Yes. All right. Yes. You're going to do what? Uh, we're going to be dancing there. In how many places? Uh, the whole team will be going. So the problem that we are having now, uh, that guy, Franz, he's the one who's going to went there and teach them because we are having people who are going to school. We cannot go, all of us, but the contract is for a 10 years contract. I'm holding something in my hands. What is it that I'm holding? Can you tell the people? What is it that I'm holding? Uh, this paper is the paper that shows that on the 6th of September, he's leaving. He's going to Canada. Uh, he's going to represent our youth all over the world. It's a 10-year contract. Yes, it's a 10-year contract. It's not for free. 
No, it's not for free. We'll be moving. You know, six months is going to be rehearsal in Canada. Then after that, they are moving to all the theatre around 32 countries, USA, Australia. Hello. As I said, it's all about what? Denominate. These guys, they've been focused. They put their hearts to do what they've been doing. They've been doing this thing here. They've been doing this training, and they had a vision. And I'm donating a minibus to you. A combi. Next time you'll be coming here, you'll be having your own combi. You'll be coming here on your own car. All right, God bless you. God bless you. Uh, thank you. And you have my blessing in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And who will be going first? He'll be going first. You'll be going first. Yes, Papa. All right. Go in the grace. And no focus. Discipline behind you. I will do that, Papa. Don't be influenced. Influence. I will make you proud. Be a strong character. Thank you, Papa. I love you. Go and sit down. And yesterday, our team, Major One FC, won the cup for South Africa Football Team Association. For Tswane, they won the cup. Determination. We are winning, and we're going to win, and we're going to win again. Receive the anointing! Those watching on the TV, thank for watching. God bless you. This is Major One. I'll be seeing you again tomorrow on the wonderful anointing service of speed. 
Hope to see you on the Sunday service. Love you. And shalom.